shorts. They were in style then, at least I thought so. Not my personality, but whatever the case, it finally paid off. It all led to a real reporting job at the ABC affiliate in Syracuse, New York, while I was still a full-time college student. After graduation, I moved to Detroit, then to New York, and then ultimately to NBC News. From the beginning, I was fascinated by two core questions. How can I help people, and how do I cut through the crap? That's what this book is all about. Real stuff, real people. Sometimes the advice can save your life. Sometimes it can save you cash. And sometimes it can save you some calories. I love those. There is one bit of advice, however, that you will never hear. Not in this book, not out of my mouth. Don't panic. I hate that phrase. Put it right into the junk folder. Not only is the advice cliched, it's just stupid. Because in a life-threatening situation, you will panic. It's unavoidable. I know this because I constantly throw myself into these harrowing scenarios, and every time, I panic. The human body has a fight-or-flight mechanism that's designed to unleash at times of anxiety. Panic is in our bones. It's better to just know that you will panic, accept it, and factor it into your plan. Now, you might have a very reasonable question here. Okay, so if I can't avoid panicking, then what can I do? Well, here's the answer. You can learn some tricks and dramatically boost your odds of survival from natural disasters to crooked contractors. Let's say, for example, a mold inspector visits your house and slaps you with a $700 bill. Should you pay? Is he legit? This book gives you some simple solutions. There are a few buzzwords you can say, a few things you can do to send a message that's crystal clear. Mess with the next guy, buddy, not me. Here's the honest truth. When I'm not on TV, I'm just the guy whose toilet broken needs to find the plumber to fix it, or the guy whose car got a flat tire, or the guy who's worried about the safety of his kids, or the guy who's helping his mother fight cancer, hugging and hoping and praying. I'm just a guy. That's where all these stories come from, my random questions about how to spot hidden dangers, how to stay safe, and how to sniff out a scam. And I've learned a few things after years of near-death experiences, tests in laboratories, interviews with experts, and more experiments than I can possibly count. I want to share what I've learned with you. It just might save your life. Chapter 1. Protecting Your Home How to Survive a Home Invasion 1986. Midnight. I was 10 years old, sound asleep in my bedroom. My brother was asleep in his room, and my parents asleep in theirs. Bang! 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 The sound woke me up. Again. Bang! 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 The sound was so loud, it came from downstairs didn't sound like my father or a friend or a neighbor who had come to borrow a cup of sugar. The sound was terrifying, alien. Bang, bang, bang again. I pulled the covers close to me. I was paralyzed. My family had never discussed a safety plan in case of a home invasion, and I didn't know what to do. I stayed frozen in my bedroom. My father, however, did not stay frozen. I heard my parents' bedroom door swing open, and my father raced from his room and flicked on the lights. He suddenly transformed into an action movie hero. I'll never forget it. We're home, and I have a bat, my father screamed, charging downstairs. 
he jumped seven stairs at a time, headlong into the face of danger. I have a bat, he yelled again. My dad's heroics worked. He scared the would-be robber away, and as we crept downstairs into the kitchen, I saw something terrifying, something I'll never forget. The bang, bang, bang had come from a thief kicking the deadbolt on our back door. The lock was totally busted. The door frame was cracked. One more kick, and he would have been inside. Think of that. He would have been inside my house. And then who knows what. It had been raining that night, and when I looked outside, I could see footprints in the lawn. I can still see those footprints in my mind. And I still have a lingering fear of home invasions. Haunts me to this day. Even when I travel, I avoid first-floor hotel rooms. The stats provide little comfort, as home invasions are more common than you might think. They happen nearly 50,000 times a year. That's 135 every day. No one is immune. In recent years, Sandra Bullock, Ray Allen, even the...